Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you. It's two, It's Monday. I don't even know my days. Back in Los Angeles. Finally got home off of the mountain, which was incredible. And I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. Uh, because there's just too much stuff to talk about. <laughs> like The 49ers are coming off one of their most historic and probably will be memorable games in a very long time Uh, like it's definitely up there going you know the snow lambo you're playing against aaron Rodgers again you defeat aaron Rodgers again and man we're going to the nfc championship which is also because this is the 49ers 17th 17th nfc championship this is not something like this is how storied this franchise is, okay? So, for example, and I do want to say shout-out to everybody getting your hashtag CCs in because this is the episode to get do it because we're giving away this hat uh, thanks to an anonymous um, Patreon supporter that is just trying to promote the community. We are giving away one of these bad boys um, every day this week, every episode. So uh, for those of you that subscribe and turn that on, I want to say thank you. Really do appreciate that. And, again, like – this is it, man. We're giving away one of these. If you can't see it, this is the red residency hat, the SF one that a lot of the players wear. Um, so, yeah, that that's what we got. Um, really, really excited to give these away. All you got to do is hashtag CC. So if you haven't turned on 
your notification yet. I don't know what you're doing, guys. Come on, man. Um, hit us up. Win some stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Um, now, so this is our 17th NFC Championship game, which we were in the lead with 16. Now we're up by even one more. Dallas, I believe, is second. But, you know, there was some crazy stat that I found. Um, I don't I don't remember the, the numbers it was exactly, but it was something. Oh, here it is. I just found it. There we go. If you add up all of the Lions, Cardinals, Seahawks, Saints, Bucks, and Panthers combined, they still don't have as many NFC Championship appearances as the 49ers do themselves. This is where we belong. We are a championship program, franchise, and we're just continuing to, to bring that on. Um, yeah, I'm seeing the LA takeover. And, and yeah, the Rams... <laughs> It, it's funny, man. Like, it, imagine being a franchise that has to go out there and say, we're only going to sell to people close to us because they're so scared of a takeover. You had Matt Stafford's wife, you know, complaining about everything. Dude, you ain't stopping us. You ain't stopping us. And yes, I'm going to be, Mr. Superfly, at the Niners' second home game, this stadium, 100% I am. Um, there, Yeah, 100% I am. Really, really excited about that. And we're going to be doing a takeover. We're throwing a party Saturday night. We're going to be hanging out, uh, setting up a tailgate, and trying to meet with some local chapters to make sure we got you covered there. You guys know we got you covered. And, man, what's up, Corey? He says, we were in Lambeau, and shout out to the people that were there. I wanted to be there, uh, but I'm not, I, I couldn't buck on tradition with some friends. Uh, we, this was our 12th year to do a ski trip together. Um Really just great group of guys, and so had to do that. But, yeah, Daniel, I see you, man. Let's get to L.A. and take over SoFi. So you do whatever you got to do. Get to L.A. Get to L.A., and let's get this freaking show on the road. We're the best franchise. This is our home away from home. We've beat the freaking Rams over and over and over and over again. We get the opportunity to beat them three times in one season Oh, man, that's incredible. What better way, right, they, as a franchise that has pushed all their chips in, multiple firsts for Stafford, trade a second and third for Von Miller. Uh, I mean, they're doing everything they can. It is championship or bust for them, and here we are, the 49ers. Let's put them down, man. Old Yeller style. Let, let, let's just let's finish them and move on. Um, so excited. So excited. Uh, Melissa, she said, did you see the stat that we're the first team since the Bills versus the Oilers in the 88 divisional game to have a block punt and block field goal in the same game? I did not see that. However, I remember exactly where I was that game. Uh, the Bills versus Orioles, the, the Oilers, sorry, I'm from Texas. We, we speak funny. Um, I remember where I was. I was over at my friend's Michael, Michael's house, and we were playing touch football or tackle football. We always played tackle football out in his front yard uh, because the game got boring, and that was the massive comeback. And I remember us all running back in to catch the end of it. Um, it was awesome. It was such a great game. And I think that's a testament. And, man, how if you could script anything, like, you know, we bet a lot. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. If you could have bet anything – the 49ers special teams dominating and winning the game was not one of those. <laughs> but it happened, and I love it. David, um, he says, just became a Patreon today. Thank you for all the great work that you put in. Much appreciated. Hashtag CC. Man, thank you, David. Um, that's what we want to do. We want to educate the fan base. We want to build the community, and we want to make the game day experience better. And I think 
by seeing the scheme, the you know the all twenty two, the coaches tape, and be able to learn kind of what the 49ers do and what the opponents do, it enhances your game day experience. That's what it's about. Making fans better fans, have better time, better educated, and building the community. Uh, we just finished an hour and a half breakdown on every single defensive snap. So if you want to catch that, um, Patreon's a place to do that. Patreon.com. Uh, just search up 40 Irish Rush Podcast or in the details of this video or audio podcast, wherever you're listening. Uh, it's right there in the description of the video. You can just click on it there. Sean, thank you for the gift, man. He says, John, in 2019, you'd always say this team is special. So 2021, let me ask you, is this team special? Yeah, but different. Same, but different. That's my James Franco uh, impersonation. Uh, Same, different, but still same. And the thing that makes 2021 such a weird team, and I said a little bit of this after the game, you find ways to win. You never win the same way. Whether it's defense, sometimes it's offense, and special teams now you could add to the list. This is the first game that special teams was positive, really in any way, shape, or form, and boy were they positive. A blocked field goal and a blocked uh, punt for a touchdown nonetheless. Zero offensive touchdowns, and you won on the road. Zero offensive touchdowns, and you found a way to win on the road. That doesn't happen often. It's very, very rare. And it's special but it's different. Like, I don't think we're a dominating team like we were in 2019, but we're a much more scrappy and just resilient team. You remember, like, how we kept losing those close games in 2019 and really the early of 2021 as well? That's not happening anymore. We are just finding a way by any means necessary. Like, that Like that would be my slogan for the 2021, like, 49ers. By any means necessary. Don't care. Backups out there. Like, Okay, so we did the Patreon breakdown of the defense, right? The last play of the game was Devontae Adams. (laughs) Unanimous All-Pro. 50 out of 50 votes. Incredible season. Unreal. Versus, Listen to the guys that the 49ers trusted to stop him. Number 27, Dante Johnson had a great game. Horrible first drive. Great game. And Talanoa Hufunga, who got two defensive snaps. What the hell? We got a fifth-round rookie. And a guy who would not be on any other's franchise or team roster whatsoever against the number one or one of the top wide receivers in the NFL, and we came out victorious. Perfect coverage, absolutely no pass interference, and that's who, by any means necessary, that's this team. And whenever, like, some teams find ways to lose, right? That's the Rams. Look at the Rams game against the Bucks, which was incredible. I was on the south. I was up like thirteen thousand feet watching that game. It was great. It was absolutely incredible. But they find ways to lose. They always jump out to a really quick lead, 17-0 against us, twenty to three against the Bucks, and then they just piss it away. And they allow the teams to come back because they're undisciplined. They're all about splash plays, and it costs them in the end. Now they they got the win this time against the Bucks. They didn't against us. But like that's the day. It's like. You know, they're hanging on like, oh, no, we're losing our lead. 49ers are the opposite. It's like as long the longer the game goes on, the better the 49ers get. And so it's just building and building and building. 
And so by any means necessary, man, that that's what we are. That's what we are. Now, I do want to say we're going to be doing this hat giveaway um, here soon. So get your hashtag CCs in. I have not cut it off yet. Um, get your hashtag CCs in. We're going to be doing this every single episode this week. So we had an amazing anonymous um, Patreon supporter that just wants to build a community. So get your hashtag CC in. I'm going to be picking that person um, pretty soon. And if you haven't, turn your notification bell on, guys. The best way to support the podcast is at Patreon. But I want interaction. If you're one of those people that's just like, man, there's no way I can spend money on that. That's cool. That's fine. It's free to turn the notification bell on and do a hashtag CC every single time we get started. That's free. That's free. All right, let's talk some grades, and we got to start defense. Fred Warner has been really, really good this year. Now, he got zero all-pro votes after being the leader in all-pro votes last year in 2020. But don't tell him that. The last month, he has played his best football. In this game, man, especially after going through the film all day today, Fred Warner's best game of his entire career was against the Packers this week. He came out with a 94.2 grade. And again, I'm not the biggest... I like pro football focus because, again, the idea of measuring every single play is very appealing to me. I disagree with a lot of their grades and their grading system sometimes, but I do think that it's a great jumping off point. And whenever you... The eye test of the live broadcast, the grade that PFF gives, and then whenever you go through the coaching tape, when all those things are in agreement... Then it's like, okay, this was incredible. And not only was he the highest graded player uh, really for our defense, he was the highest graded player for any for it, the entire game on both sides of the ball. Packers, 49ers, didn't matter. That's how good he was. Now, his, his you know stats and stuff don't really measure, but just how positive he was. Now, remember, the Packers came out and drove down our throats literally scored almost with ease that very first possession it was 7-0 49ers offense put up a goose egg we had three points we only had three points um going all the way into like halfway through the fourth quarter 49ers offense was trash just absolutely trash um the entire game you, you scored three points in three and a half quarters you have no business being in the game but the reason why they did stay in that game was fred warner defense gave up seven point touchdown Fred Warner pulls everybody to the side and basically gave a halftime speech telling them what's up, came out and responded. Now, it's one thing to give a speech. It's another thing to give a speech whenever you're the emotional leader, you're the financial dollars leader, which is a big deal in the NFL, but then to do it, that peanut punch whenever he knocked the fumble out, that was unreal. It was unreal. And that was the turning point. After that, the, the Packers offense couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything all game. They got a field goal late. Uh, they did get within the five-yard line. But, and again, Fred Warner was one of the key players and Nick Bosa. And actually, no, no. The next player, here we go. Fred Warner, best game of his career. Nick Bosa was number two. He had an 89.4 grade. And he was unbelievable. Two sacks, five pressures, um, two tackles for loss. He was all over the place. Another two quarterback hits. Emmanuel Mosley... That dude was laying some freaking hits, man. He had the hit of the game by far. Um, he, he was just knocking the crap out of people. He had an 81.2 grade. Then you got Jordan Willis, 73.3. He's the one that blocked the punt. And Eric Armstead. Eric freaking Armstead. Four pressures, two sacks, two tackles for loss, two additional quarterback hits. That's the best three-game stretch 
that has happened in Eric Armstead's career. And I'll say this, and, and I believe this. I, I like Eric Armstead. So, like, if you, like, don't like my Eric Armstead takes, that's okay. Not a big deal. 49ers do not win versus the Rams, versus uh, <laughs> the Cowboys, or versus the Packers without Eric Armstead. That's how good he was. Incredible performances three straight weeks when the 49ers needed it most. If you remember when the Packers were on the five yard line, he got a sack on third down, force him to punt or force him to kick a field goal. Very next drive, he got a sack on third down, force him to punt out of the back of their end zone, got the block kick on that one. So you're talking about back to back drives ended by Eric Armstead at the most key points in the game. Now, and again, you can. Go back and you say, oh, DeForest Buckner and all those things. And you're not wrong. I love DeForest Buckner. He's incredible. In fact, I, I root for the Colts whenever they don't play the 49ers. That's how much I love DeForest Buckner. But I'll tell you right now, you got to be happy with the results with Jimmy Ward and Eric Armstead. Now, Javon Kinlaw is injured. So, sure, you want to fly that parade? Cool. But it wasn't the wrong choice. Not now it's not. I, I don't care what you say. We're in the NFC Championship. A big reason why we're in the NFC Championship, this three-game stretch, man, it's 100%. Eric Armstead's unreal. Go watch. Go watch. Go watch. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, subscribe. Go watch. Delete your membership. Tell me, I just wanted to check Armstead. I'll refund your money. And tell me I'm wrong. You get your money back. Whether I know you're wrong. If, if, <laughs> I'm telling you. Go do it. It won't cost you a penny. I'll refund everything, and I'll pay the taxes. Don't care. Um it's such a big deal. Um, that's how damn good he was. Thank you, Marquez, for the gift. I love it. Um, I appreciate the little emoji dancing. It's wonderful. Appreciate that. That is awesome. Um, so here we go. Um, let's do this. Let's do our hat giveaway. If you want to buy one of these hats, you can just head over to Residency. Uh, they're the ones. They don't sponsor the podcast. I bought them just straight off their website. Um, so it's Residency, but instead of the E, they have a a three that's how you kind of find it or whatever but our winner hashtag cc goes to chris knight uh with two k's congratulations go ahead and reach out to me 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com we'll get your uh, information we'll get that sent out to you so uh just want to say congratulations and if you didn't win guess what we're giving one away every single episode so come back with us again turn that notification bell on we're going to be giving stuff away like crazy now speaking of giving stuff away like crazy if you're coming to los angeles this is where i live you come to my house <laughs> it's a 49ers house right uh we're throwing a huge party 49ers rush we're gonna be back on the beach and, and we're gonna be at baja sharkies at hermosa come have a good time with us man uh People that come to our parties, they always come back because we have a good time. Uh, build relationships with people. The wifey's coming out. She's going to be helping. It's going to be a really good time. And, man, we got a lot of stuff to give away. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Oh, Adam Garcia, thank you so much for the gift, man. He says, I owe Gold a sincere apology. He is locked in with nothing but a ring on his mind. Without him, we are at home on the couch right now. Uh, Adam's one of the most rational fans I have ever encountered. And this dude knows what he's talking about. Gold can piss you off. A kicker that holds out, gets that much money, and gets injured all the time in warm-ups, it's frustrating. He's 20-0 and 0 in playoff field goals. And not only is he owning people on the field, 
He's talking trash to people after like a kicker talking trash to fans. Like I, I want that in my soul. Like <laughs> I, I love it, man. Um, yeah, Robbie Gold's been nothing short of amazing. Again, just a hat tip to special teams, which just continues to do wonderful things. Outside of the punter, Mitch is still playing terrible football, but uh, we did back them up in the twenty once. That was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean special teams. It's been a mess, but we told you in the preview show, while the 49ers are one of the bottom five teams in the NFL in special teams, the dead last was the Green Bay Packers. Even on the field goal, the game-winning field goal, the Packers only had 10 players on defense out there. 10. So, like, <coughs> they're just they're just not good. They're not coached well. Now, one of the things that I do think is, is interesting, uh, Richard Hightower who is the special teams coordinator, and we've gotten worse and worse every year. I think he saved his job, uh, which is a good and a bad thing. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see about that. We'll spend some time in the offseason. Now, for those of you that can make it out to our party uh, Saturday night, it's going to be incredible. Look at all the stuff we are giving away. I, bear no expense, man. Um, and again, when people like buy their tickets and stuff and get, get added to the guest list, this is what it goes to. Check out all the stuff we're giving away. Check this out. Check out what we got for the 49ers Rush Road Trip NFC Championship Edition. We got Debo autographed. We got Debo autographed. We got Frank Gore, baby. We got Elijah Mitchell, baby. We got another Elijah Mitchell. Another Debo. Another Frank Gore. And freaking the stud himself. You know what's up. Let's go, Roger Craig. Like... The amount of, obviously you understand those things are very very expensive all autographed uh with authentication and stuff and anybody if if we do a giveaway like this is a big deal to me like I'm putting my reputation on that like it's going to be I don't cut corners it's just not that <laughs> that's not what we do here so if you want to take part and win one of those we do trivia um, we do raffles, we do giveaways, we do all kinds of stuff. It's an absolute blast, man. Come on, and and again, if you can't afford it, I understand that. I I get that. Um, but if you're in the area, you want to come party, man. That's where it's at. Come come have a good yeah. That gore jersey, that old gold gore jersey, just freaking whoo, gets me excited. Gets me excited. Now, um, let's jump back to the defensive grades and let's talk about the flip side. Okay, the the not so good plays. Uh, we had 19 players play a defensive snap, and there were 56 total snaps. It, it wasn't a long game because it, it, there were a lot of three and outs, to be honest with you. Kevin Givens came in uh, last with the lowest grade, 32.5. He got blown up a lot. Yeah, the Packers run a lot of duo. And what that is is you basically do a double team of the two defensive tackles, and you try to get one of those double teams to work on to the linebacker. And it's difficult because you have to anchor. You kind of have to anchor down whatever. DJ Jones is by far the best at it. Uh, next best is Eric Armstead, who's been great. The 49ers' run defense has been the best in the NFL since Armstead moved inside. Given struggled with that. Charles Amenehu only played 11 snaps. He had a 41.5 grade. Had the big penalty on the defensive holding. Uh, had a couple missed tackles. Kentavious Street, he's down in the bottom five every single week. 43.5. Again, a duo team. You're not going to do well with Contavious Street. He cannot anchor. Jimmy Ward gave up two giant plays, uh, but the block field goal did help him out, but he had some lapses in coverage, which is crazy because Jimmy Ward has been so consistent 
Um, he just missed a wheel route, the running back wheel route behind him. And a couple of times whenever he was doing a bracket double coverage with Devontae Adams, just gave up inside leverage when he was the inside bracket. Uh, missed that. Aziz, this is something that I thought was interesting. Aziz played 14 snaps. Drake Greenlaw played all 54 out of 56. Um, there was no rotation this week. Now, I don't know how much of that is Aziz's elbow and Drake Greenlaw is finally healthy. But just based off of this one game, and Drake Greenlaw played well, it seems like Greenlaw's going to be the will guy. And again, it's it's not a it's not a bad thing. Maybe next week, Aziz will be the starting will backer, and Greenlaw will rotate in. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a meritocracy because the previous week they were rotating quarters who were out there. It's a great thing knowing we have three dependable linebackers that are healthy. Not a bad thing. I do want Aziz to get more snaps. I want him to get more than 14, um, but that's kind of where they are. Uh, Arden Key, 54.8. DJ Jones, 63.5. So that's kind of the top and the bottom side of those things. And Dante Johnson, let's talk about him. You know, I started calling him number 27 because he was just being put in so many bad positions. I hated saying all those negative things about a, a grown man, especially a grown man that's a good dude. Like, there's not negatives about who he is as a person. Nobody's ever said anything negative. He's a great teammate. He's going to be a coach on the staff whenever he does retire. Um, he's going to work 100% with Kyle Shanahan. I'm pretty sure he's got some blackmail information uh, <laughs> on Kyle Shanahan. But he played great. He played really, really, first drive was awful. Gave up three first downs on that first drive alone. But then D'Amico helped him out. You got to help him out. You can't leave number 27 on Devontae Adams and not expect bad things to happen. And once they made those adjustments, I love D'Amico Ryan so freaking much. Um, he's so damn good. If he doesn't get ahead, I would hire him. He would be my number one head coach. Like, that's who I would hire. The culture, the way that he can get players, like number 27, to play slot, outside left corner, outside right corner, safety, like all in a span of three games during the playoffs, and you're playing against the Cowboys offense, the Rams offense, the Packers offense, and you win all those games with number 27 back there? That's all you need for a resume. Um, he played well. He played really, really well. Not great, but very great for Dante Johnson, you know, starting outside corner, which I don't think is his best spot. Good news is Ambry Thomas should come back this week. Um, you know, it's weird. The 49ers had a press conference, but Kyle Shanahan, you know how he is. He's a tinfoil hat kind of guy. Um, they didn't release the video. Maybe it's out now um, as we're recording this, but they didn't release the video. So uh, I want to say thank you to Matt Barrows and Matt Mayoko. This is where I got this information from. Um, what they basically released out is that Ambry Thomas is feeling better and hopes he can practice Wednesday, which is interesting because Ambry Thomas practiced all week last week. He, he didn't miss one practice, but he was limited uh, with that knee bone bruise and was seen limping a lot. Uh, the quote that they took away was, quote, much better chance at playing, end quote, uh, versus last week. So you, you need to have him. You need to have them. You don't have to have them, but you need to have them. Um, you you got to do that. You got to do that. So um, now other injury information that I think is really important. Trent Williams has an ankle sprain. Um, quote, not sure what his status is, end quote, says Kyle Shanahan. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? 
You turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. <clears throat> That's a big one. The fact that he was able to play, they taped it up a few times, um, limping around out there. But he was so good even when he was limping around. Debo took a helmet to the knee and his knee is sore. Uh, Kyle Shetty, he expects him to play Wednesday. The fact that he played through it is very promising. Not only did he play through it, that third and seven running play, if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, you know there's a few things that I just love Um Run the ball on third down. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It really, really is. Um, and that third and seven run, I, I, don't, I don't think I got any ha- – that and the punt block when Talanoa scored, those were like the two biggest moments of the game. Um, but that third and seven run for a first down, that guaranteed worst case was overtime, and that was way after Debo got hurt. Um, I fully expect Debo to be okay. Um, Trent Williams, I, that's just a guess. Anybody that says something – um, that's just guess. Chris says Grant put the presser on his page. Great job by Grant. He's working his tail end off. Respect the hustle that that guy does. Um, I know he's not a lot of people's favorites, not my favorite either, but he works his tail end off and that's there. If you want to go check that out, um, that's there. If you want to go check that out, uh, I'll just leave it there. Now, um, a couple other things real quick, real quick word from my bookie, our sponsor. Gosh, I got an email this week. I'll leave the name out of it. You know, whenever we do our bets, I just do five or ten dollar bets. Like I keep it small because that's enough for me. Like it's exciting and adds a little bit extra juice, whatever else. I understand some of our listeners do a lot more and they have much deeper pockets than you know Chapman Teacher Podcaster has. Um, but I got an email saying just wanted to say thanks and they shared a nice donation. Um, you made me over five grand in our bets this year, and man, how cool is that? Um, that is awesome. We we went four for four again this week. Uh, but here we go, my bookie. 
even though fantasy football season's over, it doesn't mean that there's not excitement whenever you keep everything alive with my bookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit matched all the way up to a thousand bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. So all you have to do is head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ERS, or you can use the QR code on the screen. Get the funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets with MyBookie. Now, with the NFL posting on full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from with MyBookie. And here's what I'll tell you, man. MyBookie is home to the exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. We crushed 2021. So be with us as we continue betting with MyBookie for 2022. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ERS. Place your bets and get ready for intensity playoff action. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now, if you're wanting to bet this game, the spread came out. 49ers, guess what? Uh, stop me if you've heard this before. We're underdogs. Three and a half point underdogs despite playing at home. That's right. I said that. I love that bet. I've already put in on it. Um, we'll see what happens to the spread. Um, but, yeah, I already put in on that. I put 10 down on that to win eight. I don't understand why. The 49ers play close games. And so even if you don't think the 49ers are going to win, like Mark, I see you around there, Mark. Um, by the way, I want to let you know, yeah, games the 49ers rush road trip has showed up in, we're 6-0 and this year. That's right, baby. We're 6-0. and That's about to go 7-0. and we we I'm not missing a game. I'm not we go to the Super Bowl, we're going. Like we we got this. We got this. And like I I don't know, man. Like I don't understand why the people in the desert just don't respect the 49ers. That's okay. Like I don't expect us to be favorites. I don't especially with all the injuries. But the good news about playing on such a short week against Green Bay, we get an extra day of rest. They played Sunday, we played Saturday. So we get an extra day. That's huge. And it's not like it's a far road trip. Going from, you know, San Francisco to L.A., that's nothing. That's nothing. Uh, literally nothing. It's like a 30-minute flight. So the 49ers get a little bit of a break there. and They need some of those injuries to heal up and get better. Uh, those are things that need to happen. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, been the underdogs. That's who we are. You're going to keep being that. There is something to be said about the disrespect whether that's Jimmy talk or whether it's the 49ers talk or here's the thing that pisses me off the most, okay? The 49ers beat the Packers. You turn on NFL Network, ESPN, SiriusXM, whatever national podcast you listen to, what are they talking about? Ain't nobody saying anything about the 49ers. What are they talking about? Aaron Rodgers, oh my gosh, is he done? Oh, is this his legacy? Blah, blah. Man, screw that. We beat that man's legacy. Not once, not twice, not three times, four times in the playoffs. He's 0-4 against us in the playoffs. Take that, chump. And now everybody wants to talk about him? Cool. Keep talking about them. 49ers in the back just beating all these favorites. Oh, the Dallas Cowboys, greatest offense and defense and all this. Yeah, sit your ass down. <laughs> right? Rams. Oh, they're so great. Oh, they're so favorited. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Awesome. 17-0. Congratulations. Congratulations. Your home stadium has to block sales because our fan base is better than yours. Awesome. Now the Packers. You still want to talk to Packers? They're not playing. They're done. 
D-U-N, done. <laughs> I know that's not how you spell it. Uh, but, like, come on, man. And imagine being the 49ers. Imagine your Debo. Imagine your Jimmy. Imagine your Kittle. Any of those guys. Bosa, Warner. Nobody's talking about Fred Warner's game. That was one of the best linebacking clinics put on tape on national media. The whole world's watching it. Nobody's talking about it. Why? Why? Because narratives and headlines are dictated by the stars. And I get that. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Not against us, but against most other teams. Awesome. The 49ers are so damn chippy. They've been disrespected. They were 2-4, and 3-5, and five, right? They were written off. And still, now we're in the NFC Championship. Nobody talking about us. Ooh. Gosh. Oh, get it, man. Gonna get me fired up. Gonna piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> and and if I'm mad, and if our fans are mad, and you feel like it, the city of Los Angeles is out to get you, good gosh, you've got, I don't know if you guys saw, I, I should have screen captured this, sorry, I've been traveling, I just flew in today, um, but you had Frank Gore saying, hey, I'll buy your tickets, you had Joe Staley saying, hey, I'll buy your tickets, you've got freaking Debo, you've got Kyle Juszczyk encouraging, guys, I understand the financial whatever. I get that. But if you have the means and you're a Niners fan, this is the bat signal. That's what this is. We have had a positive impact as a fan base on the games, on the road, in the playoffs, against some of the most storied franchises out there. Now, the Rams sure as hell ain't one of those. Ooh. Ah. Man, I'm sorry. Sorry I went off on a little, uh, little, uh, <laughs> little rampage there. It happens, right? It happens. Um, anyway, now I'm going to get to some more offensive grades here in a second. But before I do, uh, enjoy this moment, right? We're in the playoffs. It's the NFC Championship. Oh, some teams don't go to this. Do you, Seattle Seahawks have been to three for – that's it. They've been to three. They've been to three <laughs> NFC Championships. We've been to three NFC Championships this decade. This decade. Do you Like, do you understand that? Like – <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo's got at us, and again, whether or not you agree that he got us there or not, yeah, I'm in between, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo has played in two NFC championships in three years. This is rare. We're spoiled. We're lucky. But looking long-term, looking long-term, here we go. All right, guys, I've been teasing this for a minute, but it's time. Here we go. We're hosting... Our draft party in Las Vegas during the first and second round of the draft is going to be incredible. It's going to be a small party. Like, we're talking around 200 or less, which we've been having that show up just at our rush road trips. The only difference is for our NFL draft coverage, days one and day two, we're going to have two 49ers join us, rookie Elijah Mitchell and all-pro linebacker and captain of the defense, Fred Warner. So... If you want to participate in this and get to know these players, and again, it's going to be an intimate setting, pictures, autographs, going to have them on the pod, interview them, things like that, live while you are there in Las Vegas, you got to text this number. It's the only place you're going to be able to get access to early bird pricing, exclusive offers, because we're going to fill it up ourselves. I'm just telling you that right now. So what you have to do, you text the word draft, D-R-A-F-T, to this phone number. It's on the screen. Or just listen to me read it off to you. 833-306-0365. Again, text the word DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 833-306-0365. Want to hang out with Fred Warner, Elijah Mitchell? 
You want to rub that in the face of your fantasy team, your fantasy league members and all that stuff. You want to talk 49ers. You want to be able to build those memories for the family. This is the place to do it. So check us out over there. And again, when we sell out, it's going to go quick. So whenever we release that information on that to the draft number, make sure you move quick on it. Come party with us. It's going to be one of the been building this for a long time and really excited to provide this for the faithful, for our listeners, and to continue to build a community. So come party with us during the NFL draft in Las Vegas. Excited to see you guys there. All right, so please, I hope you guys take advantage of that text number. Um, yeah, if the 40 hours win to go to the Super Bowl, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I have to. Um, I, I don't feel like I have a choice. It killed me last week not to be in Lambo. Uh, partying with Devin, you know, my good friend, uh, it, and his brothers, like awesome Sean, great people, uh, the Gadden brothers. It, it hurt not being there, but I, I'm I'm kind of a weird person. Um, I'm the type of guy that, like, if somebody's like, hey, man, you want to go, and they'll say something crazy. Let, let, let's go to freaking Thailand this summer and just be crazy, live on the beach. I'll be like, all right, cool, let's do it. Like, that's just my personality. But once I say I do something, I'm going to do it. I don't back out my my least favorite trait in human beings in general is flakiness people that say they're going to do something back out and as a coach and as a parent and things like that like that drives me nuts um i can't handle it so i i couldn't back out on you know my brothers i couldn't do that um but i don't have anything set up next week i'm not missing it i'm not missing it and not missing it i, I will be there this week and if they make it to the super bowl yeah we're, we're, we i've already Reached out to a couple players. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to let. I can't talk about this. A couple former Niners players um, about the possibility of coming out and doing some autographs if we have a Super Bowl and throwing a Super Bowl party. So yeah, that's in the works. We just got a Niners take care of business. We'll be good to go, man. We'll be good to go. Now let's talk about um, the offense because I got a lot of emails and messages, and they're and rightfully so. Like, what's going on with Kittle? Well, again. We're doing the offensive film tomorrow or Wednesday. I've got a pretty busy week at school. I'm still a teacher. <laughs> uh, i got to take care of those kiddos too. But um, anyway, Kittle struggled in the receiving game. That drop, oh, man, that might have been a touchdown. But he still finishes number one overall player with an 88.5 grade. He was incredible. Now, the targets aren't there, um, and the, the statistics aren't there, but he was, and he was open. Um, again, when we do the film tomorrow, you'll see that. Debo Samuel finished number two with the 82.2 grade, and then Trent Williams with the 80.4. Then there's a drop. You got three studs that performed well. Kittle, Debo, Trent Williams. All of them were seen limping at one point or another. I mean, they're all warriors. Um, you could argue best at their position. Debo definitely deserves MVP consideration. Um, I mean, he's that damn good. Will he get it? No, he won't because he's not a quarterback, but he deserves it. Now, the grades dropped from Trent Williams, who was number three, 80.4 all the way down to 65.9. That was Lakin Tomlinson. Gave up his first sack all year. Um, got ran over. It was a bad-looking sack, too. Um, and I'll say this. you know, And again, tomorrow what I'm going to spend my time on when I'm going through that film, did the offensive line play well? No, they did not. Tom Compton looked as bad as he's ever looked. Lakin Tomlinson gave up that one big sack. Daniel Brunskill was really, really bad. But the pocket awareness was trash too. Like if a guy falls down in front of you and there's a clean pocket outside of the guy that's laying on his belly and you still get sacked, some of the responsibility, not all of it, falls on the quarterback. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo had a 62.8 grade. That's not good. 
obviously, like you you look at any metric possible, you know, whether it's passer rating, he had a 57.1. What QBR, which is 0 to 100, he had an 11. Like, did he now you want to throw in the drops? Okay, cool. Yeah, he came out and had three good passes that were dropped in the first quarter. That that's true. But those drives weren't necessarily stopped because of the drops. They were stopped because of pocket presence, lack of offensive line. The the catches 100% would have helped. And they were three of his best throws. Again, we'll be going through that in the film tomorrow. But that wasn't a good game by Jimmy Garoppolo. Did he win the game and did he deliver some clutch throws in the fourth quarter? Yes, he did. And he should get credit for those things. But again, it's not. this is the fourth straight game that he has more interceptions than touchdowns. Not collectively, I'm talking about individually. This game, he had one interception and zero touchdowns. You could do that for four games in a row. Which, there's two ways to look at this. The 49ers are so good, the quarterback can count against you. If you throw more interceptions and touchdowns, you're not a positive impact on the team. I think I think most people would agree with that. To be to be a good quarterback, usually it's a 2 to 1 intercept touchdown interception ratio minimum, right? Um Jimmy Garoppolo is nowhere near that, but he wins games. So how what's the narrative there? The narrative is this roster and coaching staff is so damn good that you can overcome those things. Now what happens when Jimmy finally has a good game and he's had a lot of good games against the Rams? This team's going to be unbeatable. The biggest team that I was most afraid of, and again, this is me looking forward as a fan, was the Buffalo Bills. Because I thought, if that team's on, they're unbeatable. While the offense was on, and Josh Allen probably had one of the greatest performances in playoff history, and they still lost. Their defense wasn't. Well, they're out. Um, I, I so much want to play um, the Rams and then the Bengals. That's what I want to happen. And so far, I mean, you can go back and listen to it. I said... I wanted Dallas or Green Bay. And we got Dallas, and we got Green Bay. And then out of the Bucks and the Rams, I said I want the Rams. And out of <laughs> the Bengals and the Chiefs, uh, yep, I want the Bengals. That's what I want. Uh, so hopefully it just keeps going. And <laughs> Luckily, we've been betting that way, and it's gone extremely well. Uh, so hopefully that continues. Now, um, let's see here. Steven. Uh, he asked this question. I get I got this email a handful of times. I wonder if Mostert will play in the NFC Championship game, or is he not allowed? He's allowed to, but he chose to have surgery, and th this is a big reason. Mostert's not coming back, guys. Um, he His contract's over this year, and whenever he got injured, he had the opportunity to wait and let it heal naturally and come back and play this year. He chose to have surgery. It's not a bad choice for him in his career. He has not made a lot of money. He's made a lot compared to teachers, uh, but... As a pro, undrafted free agent, bounced around, cut, 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 cut. This was the year he made the most, and it was like $2 million. He's got one contract left in his career. He'll go to the highest bidder, and he deserves that. Um, I, I, don't, the four, I, I don't see, and it doesn't make me happy to say this, I do not see Mostert wearing the 49ers uniform again, and he's been awesome. He's a great human being. His family's incredible. They've been through a lot of stuff. Uh, he's a great guy. I want nothing but the best for him, but he will not be playing for the 49ers again. So, um, yeah, take that for what you will. Now, let's look at the the negative scores on the offensive side. Brandon Ayuk, 45.1, lowest grade. Juwan Jennings, 47.4. Daniel Brunskill, 49.1. Kyle Juszczyk, 55.5. Compton, 56.2. Uh, so, like, yeah, that, that's where it is. And 
it's going to be a different game next week. One, you're in a carport. Two, um, it's nice weather, and you're going to be able to move the ball. It's not going to be a low-scoring game. And so so we'll see there. <laughs> we'll see there. But, man, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this show. Hopefully you had a lot of fun. Um, and, man, head over to Patreon. Let's go, baby. That's where the content is. That's where we work on all those things. And, again, if you did not win anything today with the hat, we're giving away more this week. So keep coming back. We got a lot more content this week. And man, enjoy this time. Some teams do not enjoy this because they can't get there. Some teams can't even get there. We're in the NFC Championship again, baby. That's what we do. That's what we do. And it, it, I'm freaking pumped about it. But thank you. And as always, stay strong, faithful. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.